0: Hello, good people, and welcome to episode 4 of season 12 of the Brunswick Beer Collective. I'm Chris Shorten, with me is Geoffrey Chee. Good
1: e- afternoon, evening. It's yeah. kind of on that precipice. I like the afternoon. Right? Yeah. How do you
0: define right. afternoon and evening? And jumping in is Paul Christoph. Yeah, I don't know what to um, say. Yeah, I, I don't know where the bridge is. Happy 5pm to you. Mm, happy 5pm to you. Right on 5pm. You don't want to know our recording schedule. Anyway... This episode, we are going to be talking about sellouts. Um, We're going to be talking about the breweries that, well, lost, uh, that um, sold, and if they're still any good. And the beers we'll be drinking is the Big Brecky Porter from Four Pines Kellidor Small Batch, and um, the Pirate Life Brewing Stout. And both of those are, are, they're both AB and Bev, right? Uh... But they now, we probably should research this. Yeah, before we... Yeah. Uh, but we don't research well, four pines, things, four pints. AB and Bev, mm. but yeah. Or oh, did Pirate Life go to Line? Well, it's CUB. Um, oh.
2: think it was CUB actually, She's is AB and Bev. Right? Mm. Isn't Evering AB and Bev? No, it's B. one of the uh,
1: yeah, we're really a uh, premier, premier knowledge <laughs> here. Yeah, yes, but yeah, essentially, uh, yeah, yes. so, so yeah, AB, a, B mm. and Bev. Well, well, actually, so. Yeah, Amy mm. and Bev, we're right. Yeah, yeah, we were right the first time. <laughs> Never question ourselves. Yeah, that's right. That's
2: right. It's one it's thing. So hard now.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Doctor Jeff says mm, you know something mm. about always being right. Like you know, there are many answers, but only mine. There's is so many brewers being short
2: out all the time. It's, it becomes hard yeah. to remember which one who owns what. I mean,
1: everyone owns everything. Um. And then the family tree above that is so complicated as well, because mm. you know, because then. Even the things that are moderately big, that buy things and then owned by other things. So you know, you you're yeah. ultimately sort of see. Like, I know they're yeah. owned own by them, but then who owns them? Exactly, owns them. exactly.
0: Well, wasn't that that thing where that's why Goose Island was, was it? Which one was bought by Carlton, like Cub, so not AB and Bev, um, because it was some sort of they wanted it to be in the Carlton family instead of the. Um, so isn't Pirate Life owned by
2: Carlton? That but Four Pines is owned by AB and Bev, or um, again, it gets, all of gets, the... gets very complicated, doesn't it? All of these, all of these things, although somewhat strangely,
0: this can that I'm looking at right now is imported by Pirate Life EU
2: from London.
1: That's because, so really? weird.
2: Yeah. I didn't even know that was Pirate uh, look, Life Oh,
0: wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, it'll be, uh, it'll be what it is, because uh, it's UK,
1: so it'll be using the same cans. Oh. Right, yeah, yeah, because because Life is all over water. is all over London, like mm. I see it mm. everywhere, um, so, and this was even before they they sold out in inverted mm. commas. so yes. they you know I think they'd done a pretty good job, I mean, as we've said many times you know they kind of went into it with the express purpose of becoming you know going mm. big mm. and you know selling out in inverted right. commas. so this is no surprise,
0: mm. yeah, but, but I suppose it does beg the question because you know when and you know I, I pitched this idea a couple of weeks ago, but you know when In the past, you would go to... uh, Are we seeing the result of, like, these big buyouts? Like, uh, is it a result for the good in terms of us, the idiotic craft beer drinker? That's the question, I suppose. Because everyone
1: rails against it, so... Well, it depends on sort of, yeah. So whether it's I think for us, the idiotic craft beer drinker, the result is probably relatively neutral as long as, Mm. you know, you don't burst blood vessels and (laughs) increase blood pressure as a result of getting angry about it. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think who it is... Which is a serious
2: problem. I think it's great. AB Bev owns for most <laughs> directly, but CB owns... Right, so mm-hmm. the Currently. indirect method, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see. Which is interesting to... It'd be interesting to know what the reasoning behind that is. They're all yeah. owned by
1: Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. We'll get our beer delivered by drones soon enough. Um, yeah. Which would be bad. Drones. <laughs> yeah. so, but actually, no, I take I take what I just said back. I think actually, you know, it is good for us that you do a craft beer mm-hmm. drinker because it's what you and I were just talking mm-hmm. about before this episode started, which is that now when we go to what would otherwise be unvisible pubs, there is often mm. at least one drink. Well, usually mm. now there's mm. at least one drink. Will be on tap, right. right? Like there'll be a Four Pines, there'll be a Pirate Life, there'll be mm. Creatures Pale, something mm. like that. Whereas in the past there would have been mm. like Zip, like drinkable beer. So I think that's well, a plus. That's good. Well, well, yeah. I mean, and
0: it like, uh, I mean that the example um, we were talking about was we went to was it the Albion the Albion Rooftop? Hotel? Yeah, in south Melbourne. That's which, right. Which felt like um, as you know you know, staunch Northsiders like ourselves, it felt like the worst... Uh, it felt like the most extreme opposite of what we were.
1: Um, it was like a footy player's pub and... Um, I think it becomes a nightclub later on yeah, or something like yeah. that. Like, the footy um, player is a cu- is a Collingwood player, yeah. which just makes it worse. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, a, it's just yeah. a disaster all around.
0: Uh, and, of course, they had the signature, which I still can't work out, but I really want to find out. They had the Red Bull Tropical Edition behind, in, a, in its own fridge behind the bar. Then it's like a yellow can... I've got no idea what the fuck it is. Tropical editions? Tastes yeah. like baraka.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I. I we should have been not ignoring those um, four pines taps and going straight for the <laughs> Red Bull Tropical Edition.
1: Yeah, because there's a tropical edition. Then there's a winter edition, which winter I think comes in, comes in like a comes in like a maroon colored can. There's like there's yeah. there's like yeah there's all sorts I, of. I, I Red don't Bulls
2: understand. I've never seen any of these. Right. Well, I know there's always like all the V ones. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
1: those had all kinds of mm. weird shit. But someone must buy them. I mean. Like, yeah, the Albion Hotel in <laughs> South Melbourne obviously buys yeah. it all. Like, they've got a fucking fridge full of it. Was the fridge full? That means no one else is okay. buying it. <laughs> it. It is true. Yeah, there was like, it was a complete flush
0: line of those cans. I don't think anyone's bought it, though. Somebody's got to be curious about
1: this. Yeah, because I'm pretty drink. sure
2: that you can't just ask for a Red Bull and vodka anymore. <laughs> That's right. It's so simple when we were kids.
1: Like, I'm pretty sure it's impossible for Red Bull to go off. I think it's like mm. honey. I think it just, it just you know, yeah. just with all that mm. shit that's in it, it just, yeah, there's no... Like, the expiry date yep. is just because they have to print one. Well, the can will biodegrade before the... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> Although, wasn't there that that... Uh, I know, um, we're already on to um, normals. Um, but wasn't there that thing where... Uh, uh, I remember hearing a story that someone had stored, like, a load of slabs of cans of Coke. And they kept them, kept it for like a year or so, and the coke started eating through the cans. I don't know whether it's an old wives' tale or not.
1: That, no, that's not true. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm calling old wives' mm. tale on that mm. one too. I God, think. I wish it was true though. I mean, you see people that have you know cans mm. from like decades ago, yeah. and mm. they're just That shit does not happen. No. Yeah. No.
2: yeah. Anyway, okay. we would. I wonder. I, there's probably a rumor that that someone has. Look up, you know, Coca-Cola dissolving and then type mm. in anything, and it's probably a rumour that it's happened.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, what, you know how there's a website, Will It Blend? They should have, Will It I Dissolve? They should just put iPhone 6s yeah. into, like, a tub of Coke and see how long it takes for the Coke to dissolve the iPhone. What happens if you,
2: put, if you pour craft beer into a vat of Coke? Does the beer dissolve? Well, it, it
1: depends on if the, the could beer dissolve. is... Well, Does the dissolve? other liquids? <laughs> <laughs> Does the Coke dissolve the beer? Does the beer dissolve the Coke? I mean, you <laughs> know, <laughs> it's who like knows? metal or something. Well, this was like the other the other morning when I was on my way to. I was on my way to? I was, I was waiting to get. No, it was when, when we were all when we went off to the airport and like I, I, I was I was dissolving things and like I had a hydrolyte tablet and a bottle of sparkling water. Oh yes. And at that time of the morning Whoa. with a hangover, my brain did not connect the fact that if you try and dissolve hydrolyte into sparkling water, yeah, what happens? It, Fucking fizzes out over the top of the bottle, like that's what what you should expect to happen. But I did not. But at least it wasn't like at least it wasn't like dropping Mentos into Diet Coke or something yeah. like that. We don't have. The <laughs> um. Um, anyway, this
0: is our lesson in commercialism. Um, so at that pub, they had, um, as Paul alluded to, they had the the four pines, the red. Oh, the four pines. There. No, I know you you were just telling our story for us. The the, the four pines red. It was like this works out okay. And, oh. and then, like the following day, I was at the Union Hotel in um, uh, Fitzroy.
1: No, Brunswick. No, Fitzroy or. Um, there's, there's, one, there's one in each, I think. There's a Union Hotel in Brunswick. There's also a Union Hotel in Fitzroy. So which, okay, which, which right. street was it? You're
0: amazing. right. It's a Fitzroy one. Right. <laughs> um, and so they, the Gore Street, just yes. just
1: near, just between Smith and Brunswick Road. Right, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There. Right. Yep. Got it. Anyway,
0: and they had um, they the only beer there that was worth drinking was the pirate. It uh, was the four pints as well. Yeah. Though they did have the pirate life mosaic, but it was off. Yeah. Which I thought it was an interesting twist, really. Well, yeah. The last time I went it? to
1: the to the Union was back when I was back in my cider drinking days. I don't think I've been there for like ten years. I don't think years. I've ever been there. Well,
2: I was high Hightail on Friday night, and mm. I also had a four, four yes. Pines Had the four pines stout, but had the stout and the pale, and yeah, yep. again. There was lots nice. of beers that I did not want to drink on tap, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll find stuff I, mm. I would drink on oh, nitro as well. What they didn't know? Well, the, yeah.
0: cause, cause in, isn't isn't like the really cool um, actual craft beer bar?
1: No, well, it's that's in Collins Square. that's yeah, there, pretty there, cool, cool
2: But it always had the sort of I mean, CUB taps, and then I've mm. got some always had some interesting, um, genuinely independent, yeah, mm. um, bottles and cans, okay. but. um yeah it's just yeah. nice that yeah having
1: C U V taps they can have four yeah. points right. and then you've got access to like you know to bells and all the other sort of food yeah. options around there so it's it's a pretty, cool okay, spot. pretty cool yeah but it's convenient that. to have the office directly above it uh, I see that okay. are you are you based down there now mm. are you? Um, you when I'm at the office yeah right <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: Which is not often.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I'll be, yeah. I'll be moving that in soon as well. So me, you, and Ben will all be all fantastic. Be moving, like, yeah. That, 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 that. Uh, and
0: we're we'll in this. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That will never end poorly. Anyway, where were we? So, what else have you guys found? Like, you know, cr-
2: um, so that's done good. What? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think anything's really changed. In we've discussed this on the episodes where you know these takeovers have happened. Yes, there are the early days. I think no one's going to deny that little creatures suffered mm-hmm. when it was when it was taken over, and same with a lot mm-hmm. of the US. Yeah, US craft brewers are taken over, what? and yeah. yeah, the beers were made very. The recipes were changed and all mm-hmm. that. But I think pretty much ever, from an Australian point of view, ever since Mountain Goat, which you know arguably got better mm. because they could had the capacity to yeah. financial yeah. freedom to produce more more. Um, rare breeds and mm-hmm. things on a more regular basis and i think ever since then it's been fine core range stuff is from all these breweries has remained exactly the same and they've been pumping out more interesting stuff
1: yeah i think anything just gives people sort of get yeah, more bandwidth to do more mm. cool stuff like by sort of saying like you know here's all this production facility where you can crank out your core range and make sure you get your baseline revenue coming in then sort of frees you up to go and you know do more interesting stuff. You know that, that 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 can only be a good thing. I mean, all yeah, all Pirate Life stuff continues to be excellent. Go keep turning out the rare breed mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's just getting better mm-hmm. and better. So I don't really have um, any sort of no. major issues that I've yeah sort of really come across. Yeah, I, as you say, yeah. apart from those early sort of yeah. examples, um, mm-hmm. you know the more recent ones. I think people have the, particularly. I think it's been learnings on both sides. The, both learnings on the the crappier side. That word. Learns. Learns word. <laughs> <laughs> More
0: than one learning, obviously. Which is it. also not a word. I'm gonna use it all things the time now.
2: Alert. Will you will you do it in your late check ins? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there are, anyway. So there Just have been the there have been things learned by the by both the craft breweries, um, and, you know, about how to sort of, you know. Use the money like it's like you know when Elvis mm. became famous and then like bought mm. Never, Neverland like you know no no the, he bought Graceland, oh, Graceland M- sorry, Michael Neverland, Jackson like, bought Neverland Graceland and like it's ridiculous right it's just this hotspot of just random shit this is what happens when an 18 year old is too much money right so craft breweries have learned how to harness <laughs> big beer money and big beer have learned how to interact with craft breweries right by not interfering yeah. by like just Leaving them with their operations, like focusing on what they're good at, which is distribution, marketing, all that sort of thing.
0: I, right? I'm just more excited that we managed to fit a, um, an Elvis comparison in. <laughs> oh absolutely.
1: And it like, makes me unbelievably I'm, pleased. I am I'm just the I'm just the analogy guy around here. <laughs> so <laughs> Mr. Analogy. That's all
2: right. I mean it's well, uh, well, yeah. like when we talked spoke to Tony. Mm. With, um, mm. about about and Heineken and it was the... I think from his point of view it was very much about the if you haven't listened to the episode, mm. it's um episode one of the season, but it, yeah somehow it, it was very he actually pushed it because mm. he saw that after you know that first year it was very beneficial and mm. same thing that they've got the they focus on Heineken focuses mm. on what they do which is mm. yeah, distribution yeah. really and um, uh, like cold yeah. and actually improving them because Heineken didn't have cold chain right as one yeah. of the things it was like well my beers have to be transported mm. cold so now Heineken has this you know mm. is developing and has and continues to develop this you know, state-of-the-art sort of cold chain Yeah, transport because they have to. And it's new to them, so it's going to be better, for, better for Heineken, ultimately. Yep. 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 So. And the, I
1: mean, the other cool one, of course, is um, you know, Gage Roads, like, bought themselves back, basically, yeah. and then it bought Matzos quite recently. Yeah. So, which is know, so, which that's pretty cool.
0: Uh, although that was... How was uh, I mean, I know they're on the stock exchange, and I guess this is a question for Kyle if we can drag him back on the, episode, uh, on the air again. But... Um, it's that question of, where, how much pri- how much private investment have they got because they're on the stock exchange? Should we have to afford to buy another brewery, and like v- like rapid expansion because they're also in um, cricket Australia now. Yep. Like, Fish yep. Beer of Cricket Australia. Yeah.
2: Yep. Or cricket Victoria.
0: I mean, cr- I think, oh. yeah. Okay, but it's just like huge aggressive steps, which is really cool. But um,
2: I don't know where they get all the money from. Well, it's, now it's going to be interesting. So I guess you've sort of got your um, da, 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 stone and wood mm-hmm. and then you have uh, sort of want to buy mm-hmm. a few things and expand mm-hmm. their own way. Mm-hmm. Gage Roads is clearly mm-hmm. pushing down that path as well. Yep. So you're going to mm-hmm. have these independently owned, yeah, but large breweries. And it's the same thing with, um, there was an interesting conversation somebody raised on, interesting point somebody raised on one of the Facebook beer groups about, mm-hmm. like, is Matso's an independent mm. brewery? Yeah. Because their Gage Roads, I think, is technically independent because of yep. the way mm. that share structures work and that, but then Matso's, on one reading of the rules for independence, <laughs> isn't independent. Because even though they're owned by mm. an independent brewery, then for the purposes of the brewery that owns mm. the brewery, Gage Roads, mm. it's it's really weird. It's really co- complicated. There are, mm. there are certain things that haven't been defined that will have to be defined, but... Mm. Yeah, what does it all matter, really? I mean, hey man, AB InBev's <laughs> an independent brewery. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: it's, it's true. It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Right <laughs> But, I don't know, I think it's, I think it's a really I'm interesting... I'm trying to wind up the internet. <laughs> I th- that's we're uh, that, doing like, it The thing. day
2: after, day after, Pir- pirate life got, ta- life got taken over. They insisted that the pale ale tasted different. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So it's so it's completely different. <laughs> even though it was brewed well like, before this yeah. happened. Yeah. But well, I do find how psych- the psychological um, element to it though. It is funny, mm. isn't it? Like people literally yeah, saying, yeah. "Oh, this beer. I don't know. It's just, just me, or is, yeah. it, is it not as good as it was? You know, last time I had <laughs> a month ago." It's like, come oh, like, on.
1: It's like, is my wankery <laughs> changing the flavour of this beer? What is going on here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this beer no longer tastes like it was threaded through, through a beard. It's just not there. <laughs> yeah. um, I I think it's a really interesting um, I I, I especially Australians given where it's so um, we're so staunch staunchly defensive of the underdog. I think it's going to be really interesting to see now that so many of the beers that we actually love, like you know Mountain Goat and Four Pines and Pirate Life, are actually you know. Not independent, but we still kind of drink them like they are, and I think it's just it's interesting to see what how much is what's gonna how how much we're
1: gonna bend before we'll break. I don't think I don't think we 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 yeah, at yeah. this table care whether it's independent. No, or not no, based no. I think why did we start? No, sure, I don't. But drinking
2: craft beer. I I was never a big beer drinker, as we mm-hmm. discussed. I got into craft beer because. Ah, there's beers that I like the taste of. Yeah. These different mm. beers. Yeah, these beers taste different. Mm. And they happen to only be made by small mm. independent mm. breweries. Right. Cl- that's not the case anymore now. They are very large breweries <laughs> making fantastic beer. Right. So, yeah, it is. It, I guess it wheels right back to the same
0: point we always end up with. Um, if they're still making interesting beer, it doesn't really matter if they've been bought by a company that's run by Satan or someone like Satan,
2: Wolfram and Hart. <laughs> but I mean yeah my, my, my thing is and just don't people shouldn't get the I don't think people should get the two issues of independent and taste Like, if you want to drink beer that tastes good and you don't mm. care about ownership then that's fine or not you don't care but it's not a primary consideration mm. yeah, given the choice I'd prefer to drink beers from independent mm. brews. but I'm um, if there's a large brew that does a beer I like I'm also going to drink it yeah but um yeah people I say they Try to say, oh, the flavors change, or the beer's not as good anymore. Like, don't, don't say that bullshit. Like, just say, I'm not going to drink a beer from a large brewery mm-hmm. because I, I want to yeah. drink beer by small yeah. independent breweries, and that's fine. Well, you can do that. Yeah, that's no, completely
1: not, cool. And that's the thing. I think, I think don't
2: bring this yeah, flavor yeah. and imaginary stuff into it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, there's nothing wrong with wanting to support independent mm, breweries yeah, and small mm, mm. small businesses and all that sort of thing. But yeah, don't make it. Don't sort of. Make this of yet what as you say all automatic connection between like crappy beer and being you know part of big beer because it's just not it's just not the case. Um, well, we'll find out right now, <laughs> so won't we? we will in in, in just a moment. Uh, and that is a
0: good segue to go into our first beer. So we'll be right back.
1: So our first beer is oh, what was it again? Uh, it is the big brecky porter it is one of the echelador releases from four pints so that's like their equivalent mm. of rare breed or whatever mm. whatever you want to They've call it I it correctly which I like Brecky. Yeah, well, I know there's another thing, isn't it? Well, some
2: people say breaky is like breaky.
1: Yeah, it Man. always... I always I see, get, and I see breaky when I see yeah, it written like that. I, I, I always get triggered whenever someone spells breaky with, with, with an A and yeah. I've got a good friend who does it all the I time kind of and, like, and I go like, it just like every time it's well, like, oh. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's, oh. I,
0: I assume it's because people want to um, force the abbreviation. So they want to keep the break as in breakfast. So they want to keep the break... As brecky, but it doesn't, doesn't actually work. No, it doesn't work, work, work at it, all. It's not. It's not how it, it doesn't work how it's intended to work. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. Digress. So, uh,
1: so, the, and and just just to yeah. just to sort of go back to conversation we had earlier. Like, you wanted to start with the light beers on mm-hmm. on this uh, on this episode, and so this one's seven percent. Just just to okay, just okay. point out, so that that's that's apparently yes. the light end of the spectrum. That's okay. I mean, I mean our pre
2: beer was um, only twelve percent. That's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which... That's true. Shall we go? I mean, we're not going off onto that normal. Let's just put, let's just leave that one aside. <laughs> um, so. Big Brecky Porter bringing the spectacle back to Brecky, like the days when you'd, race t- when you'd race your brother to the table to smash multiple Wheat Bix and be ground the Grand Champion amidst an arena lined with cereal legends. I said that because the writing's just bigger for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rediscover the child within with a gob full of Milo, joined by Wheat Bix and Lactose, coming together nostalgically in a smooth chalk malt beer. Oxytocin? Does not mention oxytocin, but I'm sure it's in there. It would be. taste better with Milo. Must we had be. It. I never had Wheat Bix and um, Milo combined. No, actually, I didn't know I've had this one on draft before. This one doesn't smell as like that one. smelled like super Miloy when I when I had that one had the one off draft. Maybe it just needs to get warmer. But then that was the first time I had it. I have oh, well, like, got some Milo in the uh, <laughs> cupboard if you want to. Add <laughs> does does Milo does does breaking Rick,
2: Frodo dissolve Milo? Yeah, no. <laughs> just dissolve <beards or> Milo.
1: <laughs> it probably does. Is my guess. I don't like know I'm, milk barely dissolves uh, Milo, doesn't it? It's hot. Yeah, well, you got it. Like, cause yeah, that's why I used to make Milo as a kid. Would be like you pour half a glass of milk, put about eighteen scoops of Milo yeah. into it, and just stir the shit out of it, and like
2: then sco- eat it out. Yeah,
1: basically just eat it. Be- be that that's that would be breakfast.
2: Oh, so you could put if only we about another bottle of this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would Coke dissolve Milo? That's a question. Would Coke dissolve Milo. See so so um, um, a good question. <laughs> my my Milo my Milo configuration as a child would explain why I, why I took up running at, in, in, my, <laughs> in as I turned thirty. <laughs> That, that's a story for another day. That is a story for another day. Yeah. Um, I,
0: I quite like on the label for this that they've, um, as well as it being like a cool hand drawn label, they've, uh, they've they've clearly got the they've got the Wheat Bix and the Milo logo, but they're hidden behind the um, barcode. Uh, uh yes. Ah, uh, I see. Yes, yeah. yes, um, yes. A saving from copyright infringement. Well done, four pounds. Clever. Although clearly you have the money to be able to pay for said copyright infringement now.
1: Well that's true. That's true. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure um, um Uncle Inbev would be able to, yeah. you know, sort that out. <laughs> Papa Inbev, I don't know Nestle. I just like uh,
0: I just I think from now on we're gonna call him Papa
1: Inbev. Papa Invert. I'm surprised Nestle not hasn't, hasn't bought one of the breweries yet. Mm. Or Look. Unilever. Yeah, <laughs> well yeah. At the end of the day, like there'll basically be two companies. One will all be Unilever, the other will be Amazon. Mm. Yeah. And I guess Google, mm. Google does too. see
2: Montesanto and Bayer emerging. Oh, really? Yeah. What's okay. that for? scariness? Yeah. Well, I f-
0: I
1: feel like that um, they're con- going to control something like eighty percent of all grain in the world. Was Bayer the ones who invented heroin or something like that? Is that is that just a story I've just made up or is that true? That's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah. Possibly so they
2: invented all the like the
1: gases that the Nazis used.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, because. Okay, it's a whole different story. Um, yeah. I know. was it the CIA who invented LSD? Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think I think they did. Like, premise, not not premise, they like experimented premise. on agents. Mm. And they definitely did that. Yeah,
1: like I think I think yeah, they definitely were sort of pretty heavily involved. I read a was. story about this guy who basically <laughs> the CIA
2: just like he was a CIA agent and they would just like give him like LSD without him knowing.
0: Wait, wait, wasn't it men,
2: men who stirred goats? was Maybe. It Maybe. Yeah, had had like committing yeah. suicide by like jumping out of some window. And I see was ah he was covered it up I don't know he was just like mentally had issues and stuff and then turns to oh no we just covertly gave him LSD for a few years and he eventually like lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, that will happen. Yeah, that that's mildly awkward. Anyway, back to the beer. Um, no LSD in the beer. Uh,
0: well,
2: I'm trying to find it, but Untapped is Greg. <laughs> Untapped is doing a uh, thing where no matter what I type in the uh, well, search function, it will I, not.
1: I found it. Have it. Have it. Have it. I saw what people are all saying about it. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Stew Q, uh, no location, multi-sweet and delicious, 3.75 out of 5. Um, Brendan Windle at Carnegie, where is that oh-so-distinct Milo taste, even a smidgen of it? It wasn't particularly chocolatey slash creamy sweet either. A good porter style though, 3.5 out of 5, which is kind of like, I do remember it Mm. being Milo-y the last time I had it. Hmm. This does have 2018 on it, so I wonder if that
2: indicates they've made it before, or if it indicates that it's
1: just a 2018. Usually,
0: usually they don't repeat these things, no. because we made
1: fun of that mm. when we interviewed them. Uh, Adam P. Exactly what it promises. Milo Wheat Bix in beer. Brilliant. Four point two five. Spelt. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> I'm just getting triggered by spelling mistakes again. Let's just, just, let's just move on. Move on. <laughs> the, the, strange, the strange majesty of. Uh, John D, nice. Probably as many calories as a full English. Four out of five. Marie, I doubt it. Marie yeah. C of Tramstop121. Yes. Lovely. Five stars.
0: Oh, where is Tramstop121?
2: I don't know. I'm purchased the Blackheart and Sparrows. So, so it's probably
1: the on yeah, yeah. strip because that is Tramstop121, like right there. Oh, sweet. Yes, yes, it is. I love our neighbourhood. Uh, Mick B, delicious, nice and smooth, multi-chocolate flavours, not too sweet, just the right balance, enjoyable, four out of five. Good work, Mick B. Um, how, many, how many spell on mistakes? None, actually. That I one was miss. just... Uh, I mean, there was an unnecessary ellipsis in there, which also triggers me. That's that's a separate yeah. story for maybe today, maybe later today, who knows? Yeah.
2: Back to you, Pop. Peter B at the Gilbert Street Hotel. Wait, wait, Peter Beatty. Peter Beatty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So smooth for 7%. Could be a stout,
1: but the mouthfeel a little thin. 4.25. Jason S. Very smooth. Not really multi-taste at all. And very slight chocolate aftertaste. At $11 for one one 500ml bottle. I really expected more, to be honest. 3.25. As an upside, I I paid $11 for this as well, so I feel like at least it's parody.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Simon. Um... Uh, location unknown, but purchased at Thirsty Camel Maddington, which is in Perth. Unless there's another Maddington somewhere else in Australia. Um, great, slightly roasty, chopped milk. Not sure what the wheat bits or Milo add, but it's a great beer. Very smooth. Four point two five. Well, it's got a gob full of Milo, so. That's well, quite interesting, isn't it? So a lot of people are tasting different elements of Milo mm. and chocolate mm. and porter, and
1: or just not tasting mm. it at all. Yeah, or, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Mm. I like uh, it. Aaron C, yes, yes, this will do just fine. Love me a good chocolate porter, and this is a very good chocolate porter. 4.25. Not the Aaron C we know, though. No, it is not the Aaron C we know. That is true. (laughs) 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 Robert M (laughs) at the Gilbert Street Hotel. Easy peasy. A good fart followed. Black and brutal. Whoops, another fart. (laughs) 3.75. Uh, ben W not the Ben W we know milky multi, so I'm just picking these ones on purpose uh, milky malty milo thick creamy sweet smooth and tasty a fine brekkie stout 3.75 although it's not
0: a stout though is it it's a
1: porter yeah. yeah No, no we're not going to get into that uh, yeah we're definitely not going down that path no. Not not today not today that's Maybe we can have a, a whole episode dedicated... We probably have, though. I'm yeah, sure right. we have.
0: I, it's, it seems like material we've covered, but then again, if we can't remember it, then... Um, yeah. It's like if the tree fell in the woods, it didn't yeah. happen.
2: Yeah. And, of course, what everyone's really asking is, what did Michael Helm give it? <gasps> Hi, Michael Helm. He didn't say anything about it, but uh, he gave it 3.75. Which begs a good question. What do we think about this? That's a good question.
1: Um, I... I'm going to give it three point seven five. I think. <laughs> I think it's. I, I just needed to like sort of do a bit of. Mm, mm, I, 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 saw, I saw the eyebrows on there. Yeah. No. I, I think it's. I think it's worth more than three and a half. But it's. I. It's not quite. Co- it's. It's not as good as the first time I had it. Like the first time I had it, I actually, really quite like because I really got the milowy stuff through it. But I think you know. I think it's. I think it's very solid. Uh, I think it's. It's very tasty, and that's kind of where I land on it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like it's,
2: yeah. It's, it's really nice, but um. Yeah, I don't know, like Milo, I guess it... When you hear Milo, you think something, and this is not giving you that something. Mm. If it had that, it'd be a four. But, um, yeah, 3.75, still very delicious, and I would easily drink it again.
0: I'm... And not that it matters in our scales, but I actually think it's... It's fine, but it's a 3.5 for me. I can't taste enough of anything beyond, like, a a regular porter to make it feel like it's something special. Sure. I mean, I'd definitely drink it again, but... um, it's just... like, uh, And, you know, maybe it's old. I don't know. It's just
2: lacking something for me. Does it uh, say? Yeah, there we go. Oh, best before... No, best before 11th of um, April next year. Snap. So... Um, oh, I don't know. These are prime drinking but, times you know, for it.
0: And, you know, the obvious um, sparking question. You know, would it have been... Would it have tasted better if um, it hadn't been bought?
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I <laughs> If mean, it wasn't owned, would yeah. it be... Yeah, I mean, if they'd brewed this exact, exact same beer two years ago, it would have been 4.25, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, starting a war. Uh, we'll be right back with the next beer. So we are just on the break there talking about different untapped badges and I noticed there's an Asahi, like, super dry sponsored badge now where they're saying that they work, brought an entirely new genre of beer to the world, but dry beer but I don't is know it's just a lager right
1: is basically
2: well yeah. the, 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 maybe there's something specific about it but anyway so there's a badge for that and then I noticed the, then I look, lock, unlock two other badges World Cup badge obviously but then there's this other badge Go Premium Lager and it's got um, you have to have three out of five lagers and I'm looking at them it's like you know lagers from Garol Time Asahi Peroni Pilsner Urquell. it's like well not a premium lager I mean they're just they're all pretty standard lagers right I mean I don't mind I quite don't mind any of those beers except for Grosch I just cannot do Grosh for some reason they're I do think have, anyone can do grosh that's why really they have a really fancy bottle fine enough lagers nothing premium about them though but I suppose that's another thing no one discusses what's premium how do you define premium mm. I mean I guess that's completely a marketing term but um, anyway then we'll say meantime. Time so we'll say oh like, what's what's the deal with meantime? because I remember enjoying a few of their beers back when I lived in the UK and also Jeff can get their mm. beers whenever being in the UK half the time damn you Similar. Then we looked it up and realised that they were bought by Asahi mm. as part of So, bought by AB and Be- bought by Sab Miller. And then when AB and Ben bought Sab Miller, there was a whole shifting of brands that had to happen to. Mm-hmm. Use, um, it was just like a, a US, US antitru- antitrust yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, so. Good work, dear, Asahi John. bought a number of brands off Sab Miller. And of course, it uh, doesn't take too long to realise that the 5V is. Five, five lagers that you can drink to get this badge or owned by Asahi. <laughs>
0: it, is, it is kind of weird, the whole... Um, it, it's kind of like people shuffling um, property cards on a Monopoly board. Hmm. But
1: we should actually... So, uh, talking Does about... Does anyone want to know about the um, the super dry, the dry thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Dry <coughs> Wars. Yeah, apparently they think a thing called the Dry Wars. The Dry sensor or... Dorai Senso, meaning dry walls, was a period of intense competition between Japanese brewery companies over dry beer. I'll get to that in a minute. It began in 1987 with the launch of Asahi Super Dry by Asahi Breweries, which led to the introduction of dry beer by other breweries. Uh, the Kirin Brewery Company, which held 50% share of the Japanese domestic beer market, launched Kirin Dry in February 1988 in an advertising campaign featuring actor Gene Hackman, and in April of <laughs> the same year, launcher, the fuck? launched the All Malt Kirin Malt Dry. How they were unable... Who was, was in that campaign? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were unable to stop Asahi's momentum. I don't understand.
0: Uh, in 1990,
1: Kirin launched Ichiban Shibori in direct competition with Asahi Dry, but ended up cannibalising profits of their own Kirin Lager beer brand. <laughs> Kirin never ended up regaining his 50% market share. Uh, Sapporo Breweries launched the doomed Sapporo Dry in February 1988, <coughs> and in May 1989 rebranded their flagship product Sapporo Black Label as Sapporo Draft to an unfavourable reception... <laughs> production of Sapporo Dry and Sapporo Draft was halted less than two years after their respective launches with Sapporo and Sapporo Draft later returned to being black label <laughs> Suntory launched their malt brand in February 1988 in an I Don't Do Dry campaign while at the same was that time the, the
2: premium malt yeah
1: Maybe. <laughs> While at the same time launching Suntory Dry, <laughs> later rebranded Suntory Dry 5.5, <laughs> in an advertising campaign featuring boxer Mike Tyson after increasing the alcohol content from 5 to 5.5%. All right, so, so we have uh, we have Gene Hackman and Mike Tyson. Back to you. Uh, this achieved reasonable results, but not enough to slow down demand. It was actually super dry. Now, here is the interesting point: if I click on the dry beer link in this thing, I click on it, and what shows up is pale lager. So basically, dry beer is simply pale lager, which is basically the shit that every domestic what the macro yeah. brewery makes. So this is—I'm now very confused. I'm no less. i I'm, no, I'm slightly more informed, but I have more questions than answers. Why, course, Gene when, Hackman? When you're, in,
2: when you're in Japan, you don't. You know, you don't ask for an Asahi. Mm. Because is, like the, yeah. beverage, yeah, you know, yeah. like the biggest beverage. that's it's, Like the biggest beverage, one of the biggest beverage companies in all the okay. world. Mm. Asahi like, so what do you want? Like Asahi gum, Asahi mm. milk, like Asahi juice. Yeah, like, yeah. Asahi like, coffee. Like, like what do you ask? <laughs> why to just saying a, a big brand beverage company to us?
1: You ask for a super dry. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Mm. What's well, like um. Kind of. Uh, like, well, Peroni as well. Like, you, you asked for, like, the natural Zeros. Yeah. yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. Oh, here we go. Dry beer. Okay, I found under power lager and the dry beer. Although all lagers are well attenuated, a more fully fermented power lager in Germany goes by the name... Frank. Diet Pils. Or, Dieter. Or mm. Diet Beer. Diet, uh, which I assume is not pronounced diet. In the instance, Isn't that the name of the Japanese parliament? No, no, diet. In the (laughs) instance, it's not referring to being light in calories or body, but rather its sugars are fully fermented into the alcohol, allowing the beer to be targeted to diabetics due to its lower carbohydrate content. That was unexpected. Because because the available sugars are fully fermented, dry beers often have a higher alcohol content, which may be reduced in the same manner as low alcohol beers. I'm Mm. really confused now. Mm. This is... Uh
0: (laughs) So you're listening to the... No, of
1: lager. <laughs> yeah, a fully attenuated pale lager is basically what we're talking about here. So this, this refers to, it would seem, um, yeah, fully fermenting the sugars so that, um, yeah, so you, you basically get more alcohol yield per unit stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. And it has nothing to do with, like... Liquid levels or dryness? No. Well, I mean, mm. just by definition, a beer cannot be dry. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like it's either dry or wet. There's no like yeah. 50% dry, 100% dry, 75% dry. This is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it's batshit crazy. But well, except those brute beers that are now coming out. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck
2: brute beers. They're supposed to be dry, aren't they? Well, like that's champagne, aren't they? That's oh, sh- oh, that sort of brut. Okay. Oh, so I think that's why. Yeah, not the yeah. Uh, not the aftershave.
1: <laughs> yeah. So someone should do it in a giant shave 750ml
2: like, yeah. brute. Bottle,
1: mm. um, so anyway, they were apparently originally designed for diabetics. That's what drive is because they getting rid of the unfermented sugar. Like, yeah, it's so I don't obscure think, I didn't think there was a high incidence of diabetes in Japan. I don't no. think is like such a big deal, yeah. No,
2: but, yeah, moral of the story if you're diabetic,
1: drink, drink, yeah, super dry, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know how to seg between that and our first beer. Is this not the, dry at all. This next no. beer. Yeah. Or, or second either. beer. Yeah. It's very wet. Um,
1: Alright. What is this beer, people? Uh, it's Pirate Life Stout. So another another open inverted commas sellout. Right. Um, a smooth seven point one percent stout brewed with oats, black and chocolate malts, EKG and Columbus hops. Pirate Life Stout is perfect for the cooler months. Uh, we may talk about that on a future episode. The malt (laughs) snack takes centre stage with a cacophony of coffee, that's a great word, chocolate Mm -hmm. and sticky date pudding and a rich, creamy mouthfeel thanks to the oats. Columbus snacks the palate with a healthy dose of bitterness and also works with EKG, lending a gentle, earthy spiciness to the beer. The result is a stout that we here at Life are excited to share with you all. That was definitely written by Life. Certainly sounds like it. All right. uh, What
2: what do people... Like first impressions. Well interestingly, I typed in Pirate Life Stout. And the first four beers you get are Stouts by Pirate Life. But the fifth beer that comes out is The Talk Like a Pirate Stout by Crowder Castle Brewing Company. (laughs) style of beer? Stout. Irish dry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Good for diabetics. There's there's another one for the so it must mean that must mean that it's like a fermented sugar stout. Yeah. Anyway. It's averaging point right, um, five on untapped
0: if anyone's wondering right, so we've all we've all sipped this beer um, thoughts ideas
1: thoughts yeah, it's, it's a pretty good like you know sort of stout like it's it's obviously it smells like a stout it
0: sounds like a stout drinks like a stout so it does what it says on the tin. everyone's
1: favorite term. It's quite smooth mm. yes yeah, it's, it's, its it's really nice actually yeah. I like it like i mean as as with all py beers really they all they just seem to just nail what it's yeah, supposed to yeah yeah.
0: Which, which was always it, it always made them hard
1: to dislike mm. um what do people say uh Sean B at Mount Druitt who that well done on being alive living in Mount Druitt um, <laughs> wait where is Mount Druitt it's in New South Wales it's basically a notoriously kind of rough area based, okay you know like yeah it's well, not a place you actually want to live
0: in although maybe uh, maybe this is one of the um, great um, advantages
1: of um, Pirate Life being sold to someone bigger Means it, he didn't get it. Didn't maybe, it. maybe it's possible. Uh, perfect for an early winter evening drink. Five out of five, and got photogenic brew level one hundred. So that was like a you know, double celebration. Mm. Yeah, like I've done. Celebration. That, but, you know, good work, Sean. B. like it's. I I was so relieved when I fucking got level one hundred on photogenic brew. It's like,
2: oh. no more having to take photos of beers <laughs> until they make it up
1: to level two hundred. And there's like oh, oh for fuck's
2: sake. <laughs> so we've got a uh, Darren G. Um, Bitter and smooth. Reminds me very much of Panhead Oatmeal Stout. Another sellout, of course.
0: Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, Who owns Panhead?
2: uh, They AB and Bev? I think it's Lion. Because if they were AB and Bev, then maybe it's the same stout. (gasps) Conspiracy. (laughs) God, this could go (laughs) badly. Anyway, he gave it four star. (laughs) And his mate Nathan B commented, Tis
1: quite good, eh? I don't know if his mate is Canadian or not, but... Uh, Michael B, Michael S. at Eden Hills. After a week of winter rain, time for a treat, missing comma. Well done, Adelaide. Exclamation mark, winky face. Four out of five. <laughs> I like the exclamation mark winky face. Mm. I feel like that was that was what
0: sold
2: it for me. Uh Hugman at the Devil's Brew House. Cause your brother had to catch an Uber and it's not going to waste. Hashtag collect. <laughs> uh, and also four exclamation marks and two question marks. Um, I and mean, that's like a super interro bang yeah so I don't I mean, it sounds like he's stating a fact so I don't mm. know why
1: the question marks are there but anyway uh, 4.25 <laughs> he quite likes it uh, James L lots of people saying things like this so this is a good stout has a bit of business going towards the end but a great drink coming into winter lots of people playing off the whole dark yeah, beer mm, winter mm, thing mm. 4.25 we'll get to that in a, in a future episode Ant- Antoine B
2: at Mayfield West Belle Petite Mousse like, double-crying emoji face. dukes, Like, uh, okay symbol. Um, little Moose. Four uh, stars. Okay. Um, and he has a photo of the can next to a Bintang Pilsner. <laughs> All right, give me one more, people. One more. One more. Uh, Matt. Movie. Purchased at New World in New Zealand. One for me, one to drink on behalf of my homie. Hari-huri-tao, bro. Four stars. I like that, it's just a comment. Um,
0: Alright, what do we think about this?
2: I am going to give it... After giving the last beer 3.75, I certainly can't give this more than a 3.75, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. I prefer the last beer, but I'm also giving this 3.75. It's a... It's, again, it's one of those, you know, look up stout in mm-hmm. a... In a um, dictionary, and you could find this, but it does enough to put it at the, uh, I think the upper echelon of a standard stout.
1: So, it's yeah, it's really good. Mm. Actually, I like it's more than the previous beer, but I'm still mm. going to give it 3.75 because I don't think it's that much better than the previous beer. Um, uh, I agree. Yeah. I think it's... Um,
0: I'm actually... Well, technically, because I'm going to 3.75 for this beer as well, I think it's better than the previous beer, but it is just a perfect example of a stat.
2: It's got a bit of a, like, fruity kind of... Like, berry or, like berry or
0: something, berry and yeah. sultana mm. kind of taste to it. Hmm. I'm not, I'm not tasting it, but I'm not denying it. Um... So on that note, uh, we have talked about everything from like salad beers to dry beers. So we will leave it there for this week. Uh, I have been Chris Shorten. With me has been Paul Christoph. Good night. With me has been Jeffrey Chee.
1: Good night, I guess, because now it's night time it looks dark. It's definitely (laughs) night time now.
0: And we will talk to you all next week.